Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey everybody and welcome to another sports 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 podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomavel. And joining us as always is the sports outsider Phil Ranta. Hey, I'm Phil. I'm the sports outsider. Don't know much about sports. Let's get this started, shall we? Yeah, we shall. Yeah. But you did see the Super Bowl, right, Phil? You're goddamn right, I did. Whoa! I watched the Super Bowl, the game to end yeah. all games. Su- this is an exciting now, right? podcast. We're at the Nexus. This is the first podcast after the Super Bowl, and it's the first Olympics podcast. I know. It's it's a sports. Jamboree. Something that would like go that. with that. That would go with sports jamboree. <laughs> I don't know. The first word that came to my mind was actually jambalaya. I've, <laughs> is, this, is, this, is this the se- second Olympics we've covered on the podcast? This is the second yeah. Olympics okay. we have received press credential- credentials for. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. The fr- this one is Sochi. Sochi. The Sochi The last games. one was not Sochi. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it was London. less cheap London. London. This one. Last yeah. one was London. Yeah. The one before that, China. Yeah. We did not cover uh, China. The one before that, there Turin. Was- Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, they were in Italy. Oh, they before. were touring. They were, they <laughs> they were touring. <laughs> they stop were by tour. stop in different towns. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so this is exciting. Of course, by the time that you listen to this podcast, the opening ceremony will have already happened. We are recording on a Thursday night. Sorry to pull back the curtain, folks. Mm. Um, but tomorrow night, Friday, is when they're going to have the big opening ceremony. Yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, we're not going to uh, be able to speak specifically about it. We do have uh, just a few things that we're going to say about the opening ceremony just so that we have that covered. Uh, these are the things that we're going to say about the opening ceremony, having not seen it. Yeah. Oh, the choreography was oh, amazing. Yeah. The costumes flame. were amazing. Oh, and the pageant symbolism. Did you oh, the see flame? that Pepsi Really dug into oh, Russian history in a way that was interesting. And featured really musicians. A celebration a of the culture. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that should about cover it. Yeah. Absolutely. What else, uh... We moving on to Tim <laughs> Tebow update watch update Tim Tebow update watch update brought to you by Mantos feel the rush in your mouth <laughs> that was it, it keeps happening we keep getting that interesting uh, vowel sounds in that drop hey as long as the checks still say payable to sports sports That's sports they haven't cut it off yet. we got bills to pay we do. That's why we need our sponsors yeah Tim Tebow shines during Super Bowl sub headline that was an intentionally misleading headline because we're referring <laughs> to a Super Bowl ad. Oh, I see. I was going to say, I, I remember uh, him specifically not playing football right pretty now. Pretty good, if memory serves. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Tim Tebow starred in a T-Mobile advertisement in which he espoused the virtues of not having an NFL contract. It allowed him to deliver babies, mm-hmm. catch Bigfoot, what? deliver mm-hmm. a groundbreaking speech at the UN oh, hmm. yep. in which he chastised Iceland. Oh, yeah. Wow. They've been asking for it. And, uh, and he threw a football on the moon. Which is presumably now the longest football throw in history. He well, made, yeah. Wait, did he? Actually, Neil Armstrong's got a better arm than Tim Tebow. But he so didn't. He still, but he did not throw a football while oh, he was on right. there. Not only that, but he was throwing it from a studio in Burbank, so it wouldn't have gone very far. <laughs> uh, the ad had much better reception than the wireless carrier. Whoa! <laughs> Meow. Zing. <laughs> Uh, Tebow performed well in the commercial, and the former Bronco probably could have also thrown two interceptions. <laughs> he may have even also scored eight points. 
<laughs> of course, we'll never know how the Tebow era would have gone in Denver. Yeah, fair point. Uh, Tebow ran uh, three 30-second spots during the big game on Sunday with Super Tebow Bowl. appearing in two of them. Yeah, we can say Super Bowl. Yeah. Sometimes they, they, they have to call it the big game in advertisements. Right, because of the copyright. Yeah. Trademark. Vons is saying, get your nacho dip for the big game. Right, and then you go, what big game? And they're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. This is not Tebow's first Super Bowl appearance. As a commercial actor. Oh. In 2010, the devout Christian appeared in a spot with his mom, Pam. It was sponsored by the pro-life organization Focus on the Family. Oh, it was yeah. an ad that sparked controversy and has not seen Pam Tebow get commercial work since. When are we going to yeah. do the Pam Tebow update watch update? <laughs> Tim Tebow update watch update. Tim Tebow update watch update. Brought to you by... Man does feel the rush in your mouth. Oh, I really like that. That one That one sound the most like a normal commercial drop that I think we've ever gotten from Mentos. Could have been. Could have yeah. been. Maybe it was a professional commercial drop. And I'll tell They're you what, all we're going we're gonna to expand the Google News uh, alerts to include Pam Tebow. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I would love to hear what Pam is up to these yeah. days. Pam Tebow, proud of her son. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's see what we have in the show this week. We have. Uh, oh, we have uh, Patrick Brandenburg. Oh, this is uh, our Olympic correspondent. Yes, we now have an official field reporter uh, who we're going to send out to stuff, and so he is in Sochi right now reporting in the games for us. And this guy is great. He was on the McNair Lure News Hour. McNair Lair, uh, McNeil Lair News Hour. I'm he, uh, he wrote for uh, the Wall Street Journal. Right. Uh, I think the LA Times. He most recently was fired from the Chicago Sun. Oh, fired! I believe he was laid off. Laid yeah, off. Down, Not- downsized, and uh, their losses are gained. We have a. Primo guy now I, working for the podcast. I feel like for the past year and a half, I've been begging you guys for us to get a field reporter for the Olympics. Yep. And we haven't gotten one until just now. Yep. And I'm glad you guys finally came around. Nope. Yep. No, you, yeah, you were no. right about that, Phil. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. I mean, we needed a field reporter for any number of different events. No, uh, I wanted one just for the Olympics. An Olympics expert. Well, well, we'll see. Brandenburg may stay on. All right. He's yeah. got quite the... Quite... quite the, the accolades behind the, the credentials backing him. Ooh, pedigree Indeed. like the dog food. We also, yeah, we also have Chris Humphreys. Yeah, Chris on. Humphreys is on the come other back. end of our contributor spectrum. Yeah. Chris, Chris Humphreys is going to yeah. be back in the show. Well, he he we know him because he has he loves commercials. He does. He can't yeah. get enough of commercials. And uh, the Super Bowl for people like me, sports outsiders, yeah, it's really the Super Bowl of commercials. I should say that we did specifically ask Chris to come on and do Super Bowl analysis, but I think we all know that we're probably going to get commercials. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we teed it up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. I think we kind of, kind of understand how Chris reads our emails. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so. he sees the word commercial, and then he just giggles and then responds yes. It wouldn't matter if we'd said commercial. Right. He's was just watching the commercials. That's so. probably true. And, uh, Phil, do we have a weird sportsman? Uh, you're goddamn right we do, and oh. thank you for saying Smin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just Min. Okay. Sports? Oh, oh, it was weird sport. Nope, you're right. It's a smin. I'm, I'm looking forward to the day when we run out of weird sportsmen and we just go to weird men. <laughs> Finally, I'll have something to talk about. This week, Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, Phil. Ooh, that got macabre. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, news, news, news? Oh, yeah, let's do news, news. Let's do it. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Seattle Seahawks win Super Bowl. What? What? Yeah. Oh. I didn't see Seattle how Seattle Seahawks won like two Super Bowls. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, yeah. this is this a week ago now. If you already. had it in your TiVo for a week, sorry, we just screwed you on that one. Okay, Tim don't, Tivo, guys. update what? Oh. 
don't, don't talk about the Super Bowl, guys. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I'm, I'm still behind. By the I way, catch in up. the second I, season of Game of Thrones. I'm through the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> I got the other ones on my DVR. I'm going to get to them. I no, promise. We want to talk about the Super Bowl. You know what? I'll just, I'll just go out at lunch if you guys want to talk about it. <laughs> no, you can eat here. God, I hate those people. Uh, the Super Bowl was hyped as a matchup of the NFL's best defense versus the NFL's best offense and ended up looking a lot like a scrimmage of varsity versus JV. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. The final was Seahawks 43, Broncos 8. But don't let the score deceive you. It was not that close. <laughs> not that close. It didn't feel close. It, it, <laughs> it was pretty bad. And, and they again, were hyping it differently at the beginning than the end. At the beginning, they were like the, the boom, boom room versus the iron arm or something like it that. It was the Legion of Boom. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. The LOB, Legion they, of Boom. And they dropped that very quickly. <laughs> yeah, they were not talking about Well, the about boom it. was so apparent, you didn't need to keep referencing right. it. And, uh, and we should say, I mean, when they said best offense, they didn't just mean like this year. Maybe ever. Yeah. Like most points scored, uh, best season by a quarterback, statistically speaking. And like, now the Seahawks are going down with the best defenses in terms of the 85 Bears. You have uh, to. What is it? Uh, 2010 uh, Ravens or 2000 Ravens, am I thinking of? Yeah, probably the. 2000 Ravens. What year did the Bucks win the Super Bowl? I mean, they had great defenses for like six years in a row, but the one that they won. Oh, the yeah. 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 And you mean just the Steelers? No, I mean the Tampa Bay. Buccaneers. Oh, 2002. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, I didn't know if you were using the all great defenses, but yeah, I mean, if they hadn't been in that conversation before, to to hold the all-time top-scoring offense ever to eight points, you know, you gotta. Well, I agree. Th things start off poorly for the Broncos with a botched snap that resulted in a safety. Oh, that was so terrible! And the guy who made the prop bet for the first score in the Super Bowl being a safety would have funded his great-grandchildren's college fund <laughs> yep. if tuition wasn't expected to meet one million a semester by twenty seventy-five. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On that's in-state, in too. Yeah, that's in-state. <laughs> On the ensuing possession, the Seahawks got a field goal, making it 5-0. to zero, And the guy who had 5-0 and zero for the first quarter score in the square game was hoping for 11 minutes of defense. <laughs> like, how did this hit? I got, I got five. Yeah. Another Believe field it or not, our yeah. friend Craig <laughs> was, <laughs> was that guy. He was like, oh, I'm going to get this. And it was like, there's 11 minutes left. Uh, another field goal and touchdown later found the Seahawks up 15-0. to zero. At this point, Broncos fans began to scowl at people who laughed at any Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> What's so funny about Cheerios, huh, Becky? Cheerios the child, she was negotiating for a position of strength that it's cute. Shut the fuck up, Becky. Nobody <laughs> asked you. It was a position. It was great when kids take on adult attributes. Yeah. Um, I enjoy it. It was a 22 to nothing at halftime, which made it impossible for the Broncos fans to enjoy an outstanding Super Bowl halftime show. And instead, they drunkenly rambled about the ethnicity of Bruno Mars. Oof. Mars ain't no name I ever heard of. <laughs> Maybe he's from Mars. He, I swear to God, Becky. <laughs> I think he's half Puerto Rican, half Filipino, I think, right? Oh, yeah. I believe right. it's some um, Southeastern Asian. Yeah, I, it's, it's Filipino, I'm pretty sure. Okay. He's a 100% dream boat in my book. It's right. Dream it was an outstanding half the, yeah. Oh, it was. I mean, I guess apparently only the vocals and Mars's drum solo were live. Everything else was pre-taped. Whatever. Which is, but I mean, you know what? The dancing was show. great. The choreography. Yeah. Oh, dude, him doing the James Brown moves. I mean, very yeah. clearly a lot of James Brown reference. The hair, the outfit, and then he actually. Well, the backup guys the... looked like the Temptations, though. You know, yeah, in terms yeah. of how they were all choreographed. Oh, is that really? And the really Red Hot Chili Peppers were really forgettable too. <laughs> <laughs> they were really shoehorned in there. Yeah, really didn't fit. You have to figure it was something like Bruno Mars in and of himself wasn't quite a big enough draw so they had to get 
They had to get like somebody who was a sort of a bigger name, which was the Chili Peppers, based on reputation. Bruno they were Mars being vintagey and not in a good way, in a way where it's like, oh, they're too old to be having that haircut. Yeah. How come they're not wearing the underpants? Right. Huh? They must be chilly. And also, like, it's one thing for Bruno Mars, but for the Red Hot Chili Peppers to uh, to be playing uh, uh, oh, 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 with a tape over, like, that's uh, your rock yeah. and roll credentials are seriously damaged by that. Yeah. Uh, it, this was the largest deficit faced by the Broncos this year, and the only time they were held scoreless for a half. For reference, Joel has been held scoreless since college. Oh, oh dog, dag, yo. Not technically <laughs> true. <laughs> I know, I was there. You shouldn't have to say technically. No, it's... <laughs> no, technically, though, you know, tech, technically... <laughs> Technically, I won. In the in the in the nine years since college, I have had sex at least once. Technically, technically. I think I think it was just, you dimpled the chat. Yeah, I don't know. If you got <laughs> by technically, he meant with a machine. Uh, an eighty-seven yard kickoff return at the start of the second half made it twenty-nine to nothing. Ugh. At which point, Broncos fans became much, much more critical of their Super Bowl parties snack offerings. <laughs> wow. Damn it, Becky! It's the biggest game of the year, and I'm looking at hummus and sorry-ass pita chips and an awful-looking party sub. Honey, it's just a game. That was the one thing I told you not to say, Becky! The one <laughs> goddamn thing! The worst thing you could possibly say to someone upset about a sporting event. It's just a game. Those four-year words will get you punched in the face if you're not careful. Um, a Russell Wilson touchdown pass to uh, Jeremy, Jermaine Curse made it 36-0 to zero later in the third quarter, and the Puppy Bowl saw a huge rating spike. <laughs> oh, I believe it. And sadly, Becky was murdered. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was wondering how Becky was going to turn <laughs> out. Nope, nope, that arc's over. Oh, geez. Uh, Did they find the killer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, just make that guy sure. was yelling at her. Oh, my God, what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> uh, but things weren't all bad for the Broncos. as Peyton Manning set a Super Bowl record for completions, and that record set the record for the most meaningless record of all time. Wait, I think he broke his own record then. Yes. For completions in a Super Bowl? Yeah, it was like 33. Wow. Wait, he really did? Wow. Did not seem like he completed that many. No, it's the most meaningless record of all time. (laughs) Olympic fever hit Sochi. Olympic fever hit Sochi. Brought to you by... NyQuil. Don't you get your Olympic fever now out in the cold now, kids. Athletes and journalists alike are hospitalized as the neurovirus contaminated the city's water supply. Oh! We, We really meant a fever. Oh. We were not being cute yeah. with that. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, actually, that was just your standard Sochi Olympics uh, is a tire fire joke. Ah. Um, hashtag, you're, you're, Phil, you know social media. I do. Hashtag Sochi problems is trending on Twitter. Yeah. That's uh, really bad for Sochi <laughs> and the Olympics. Bad can, PR. Can I go ahead and say something? Where's the sense of adventure from these journalists? Like, I feel like this this happens now with the Super Bowl, with this. Like, you're traveling to, like, a major event. You shouldn't be pissing and moaning about the quality of your hotel room. Like, maybe that's part of the local flavor. Maybe you should be taking in the experience for all it's worth. Instead of being like, oh, my luxurious accommodations aren't as luxurious as they were in London. Yeah, but sometimes, they, well, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll okay, get there. Yeah. 
Uh, now, Sochi Problems turning on Twitter only because hashtag Second World Problems would confuse post-Cold War kids. Oh. Who would correct you and say, dude, it's hashtag First World Problems and it doesn't apply here. Do they talk like that because they're just getting the dude you're getting Adele commercials <laughs> Second World? Excellent correct application of the difference between First, Second, and Third World. Uh, thank you, Joel. almost no one understands <laughs> anymore. They're just like, oh, Third World is poor. Yeah, right, right. First World is not. They, they uh, skip the Second they World. Skip the yeah. Second. It serves a purpose. Um, of course, hotel room problems are like polluted snowflakes. No two are completely alike, but they still burn your face. <laughs> Some rooms are missing light bulbs and curtains. Some do not have TVs or Wi-Fi. Others do not have lamps or heat. And one hotel room came with a bonus feature... A stray dog. Nice. Uh, again, well, that'd be fun. That's not, those, those aren't the jokes. But in short, it's almost as if the Olympics are being held in Russia. <laughs> are they? Uh, Jordan, See? they are. Yeah. Right in Sochi. Right in Sochi. Uh, on the plus side, if they didn't before, all these hotels now have an amazing social media presence. Um, courtesy of incredulous tweets of Western journalists who, let's face it, are just going to spend the whole Olympics getting drunk anyway. Yeah. So, like business trips are like all about. the Russians. Yeah, right. Oh, Joel, that's racist. No, I think we can look at per capita alcohol consumption across the world, and I would be correct in saying that Russians drink a lot. As long as you don't count my shower as a place, then yes, I agree. It's probably the highest. Slope style <laughs> snowboarding is gnarly. This comes from the LA Times. Whoa. The newest Olympic event is slope style snowboarding. It's an obstacle course of rails and jumps that if you're familiar uh, with the X Games or if you've drank Not Mountain Dew, with the X you know oh, the I've drank X Mountain Dew. Then Mountain you know what slope-style snowboarding yeah, I, is. Yeah, all of a sudden I drank a Mountain Dew and then I found myself on top of a cliff jumping out with a parachute on my back. And I'm like, how did I get here? I just 20 years earlier, you would have needed a York Peppermint Patty to that's get true. the same thing. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but yeah, no, that's when you're like grinding on rails and yeah. you're doing jumps. It's like an obstacle course. But apparently... Uh, slope style was fast-tracked into the Olympic uh, Olympics uh, only three years ago. An unusual departure for the usually incredibly corrupt International Olympic Committee. Yeah. Uh, but the same danger that makes the sport interesting and worthy of Mountain Dew sponsorship is turning off some Olympic participants. Uh-oh. The pussies. You will not say that about Sean White. Oh. The most famous snowboarder in the world. Ever. Which... Yeah, but ever. Bit of a caveat there. The yeah. snowboarder border that people can name. Uh, Final Jeopardy category, snowboarders. Who, Sean White. Who, Sean White. Who is Sean White? Who is Sean White? Oh, uh, right. you would have gotten it wrong. Um, Default uh, trivial pursuit answer for snowboarder. Right. Sean White. He abruptly withdrew from slope style a day before the competition oh. would have uh, began. So they canceled it, right? <laughs> they, well, they should have. Can you hold snowboarding events without Sean White? You, you, why? I always assumed. Why? That, yeah, I always assumed <laughs> that he was also in the women's snowboarding competitions. Just to spice it up. Yeah. Well, because what's the point in holding? He's, a he's still event the flying him? tomato, right? Am I thinking? Of Could be. I don't know. He cut his hair. I thought it was the cage tomato. <laughs> really? Because he was in jail that time. Oh, yeah. Remember, we covered that. That was the in the podcast. metadata. That was. <laughs> of a sports, sports, sports podcast. Um, uh, White's decision was the culmination of days of mounting evidence that event organizers had overreached and assembled a course that was risky, even by the standards of this alternative sport. One Finnish competitor said the course crossed the line from gnarly to sketchy. Which, I can assure you, sounded awesome in Finnish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you meant that he had like just completed the course. Nope. Injuries! Earlier this week, a practice in the slope-style competition resulted in Torstein Hornmo 
of Norway ah. uh, falling on a jump during a <laughs> practice a, it's run. It's a Scandinavian word. You should let Phil pronounce it. Uh, that one? Yeah, in there. Thank yep. you, Phil. <laughs> yep. uh, he, he broke his collarbone. Oh. Uh, ending ouch. his Olympics. And another, and a Finnish competitor, uh, that's not the same one who gave us the quote, uh, crashed on the course's third and final jump, hit her head, and was hauled off in a stretcher. Ooh. Sean White jammed his wrist. So you could say that someone needs to explain the rule of threes to the L.A. Times. You don't end <laughs> with someone uh, jamming their wrist. You yeah, save yeah. the worst injuries for last. So that poor lady who hit her head, I guess you could say that she's finished. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it, Joel. <laughs> God. Uh, Olympic officials scrambled to uh, tweak the course. Uh, they thought the snow would me- melt in the run up to the competition. This being kind of a subtropical climate there. Yeah. They attempted to reshape the jumps that one athlete compared to leaping from the top of a building. <laughs> Athletes reported the rails were too sticky and, like Russian women, needed to be waxed. Whoa! Yes! Sorry, Russian Sage Kotzenberg, one of Sean White's Olympic teammates, called the modified course uh, sick. And the LA Times then goes on to explain that this is a compliment in the snowboarding it community. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they did the exact same thing in Morning Edition today. What well, said that sick was they good? Had, they had the quote that said it was sick and then had to explain that sick was good. I wish they context. could have played the, the flashback to like 40 years ago. Uh, the kids are now saying bad, meaning good. <laughs> if someone says that's so bad, they actually mean cool or good. <laughs> uh, Canadian snowboarder Mark McMorris who is trying to push forward despite suffering a broken rib less than two weeks ago in the X Games, said, snowboarding is dangerous, like crossing a street is dangerous. Yeah, just like Canadian snowboarders are retarded, like retards are retarded. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck did you just say? I, I kind of follow his lines of logic, though. Crossing a street, not as dangerous as snowboarding. Yeah, but it's the same Especially thing. If you like, look, you, if you're going to go, ways. you're going to go. If you're a brother of the road, you're going to go someday. My soul is prepared. Is yours? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I made right with God. How about you, Jordan? How he, are you doing? He, <laughs> the snow's getting, he went on to say, the snow's getting better. It's still a bit icy. I mean, it's a dangerous course. Every course is dangerous. It is a risk we take dropping in every time. We don't drop into a mellow, easy course as much as the downhill scares don't drop into a bunny hill. We're snowboarders. This is the life we've chosen for ourselves. And it's a volunteer Olympic team. Support our snowboarders. We're setting up a wounded snowboarder project. Uh, the podcast yeah. is supporting. Mm-hmm. This is actually this is sounding a lot like the NFL's explanation for why it should be okay for people to play with concussions. And it also <laughs> sounds like the back of a No Fear t-shirt. It does. It sounds just like the back of a No Fear t-shirt. USA! 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 Joining us now in the studio is our favorite commentator favorite and contributor, commentator. and that is uh, Chris Humphreys. To be honest, that is a very nice introduction. Hey. Saying that I'm your favorite, I'm sure that you have lots of big guests on this show. Oh, we do. We've had any number of massive, huge guests, but Chris, you remain our favorite. Oh, you now I'm blushing. I yeah. can tell. Yeah, you I've got rosy a, cheeks. You. Oh, now now I'm blushing even more because you're talking about my rosy <laughs> cheeks. I'm double blushing. Hey, hey, I'm so excited about this week. Why is that? Because the Super Bowl just ended. Yeah. And the Olympic Games are coming. I don't know if you've already covered that on this episode or not. <laughs> we've, we've a little bit. We, we've definitely delved into that. But you know what that means? It's like Lots a perfect storm 
of commercials. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. It's like when two when a warm front of commercials hits another warm front of commercials, and it creates a warm front NATO of commercials. Cold fronts would create storms. You've it's got not, that right, Joel important. Anderson. And because of that, Chris Humphreys has the poop on commercials. Okay. We're still using that as a yep, segment. We're still using that as a spec segment name. Okay. I don't suppose you have anything to say about the actual sports that occurred uh, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got lots of stuff up. to say about the Super Bowl. Well, let's okay, hear it. Let's hear it. What's the deal with Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers? <laughs> Bruno Mars was so good, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were jumping around like ape, ape people. Yep. That, What's up with that? What is up? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it was deep. like there was a time warp. Like yeah. a portal opened up in like 1996 came up. Through 2013, 2014 oh, like, now? It's yeah. like an episode of Back to the Future. It's exactly like an episode of Back yeah. to the Future. <laughs> Where they say, well, we're going, we don't need roads. Oh, shit, the Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> are hanging on to the back of the car. Somewhere, we got to lose them. Oh, no, drop them off over the Super Bowl in 2014. <laughs> then they landed on, they said, well, there's a crowd here. We might as well sing the Give It Away song. <laughs> Didn't come out in socks. I was a little upset about that. I was really hoping they'd go for that one. I know. Pretty cold out, though. But so. what else What else you got Does for anybody us? else want to eat Doritos? Uh, not particularly. Because after those commercials, I can't stop eating Doritos. <laughs> That's so, Chris. Yeah. Do you remember in the first commercial, there was a, there was a kid who, uh, who was trying to get this guy in a time machine. The time machine was a cardboard box, but that guy wanted to play along. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, the kid... Went away, and then an old man was like, what are you doing inside that box? You're on my lawn like Grand Torino, right? And then he comes out, and he thinks the kid is the old man. It was funny. To be honest, I laughed about that so much that I didn't even watch the first half of the game. Oh, well, I mean, I didn't see that commercial. I was sort of, I think I went to the bathroom because I didn't want to miss any Why, of the game. You're a thinner for saying that. I'm a, I'm, I'm you're a thinner? thinner. You know, you, that's a thin. That is a cardinal thin. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I've been losing weight. I do Look, I don't you think you understand the premise of this very nuanced short comedy. <laughs> okay, so the kid told him to get inside of a time machine, but the time machine, it was very clear it wasn't a time machine. It was a cardboard box. Okay. And then an old man comes and takes the kid's place and goes, get off my lawn and stuff. Like oh, the Asian so the, from so Gran the, Torino. So the guy, the guy thought that the kid's time machine actually worked. When he left the time worked. machine, he thought it worked. But that's ridiculous because the time machine made out of cardboard... Look, it's like an episode of Back to the Future. Okay, you know okay. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, let's, what? What, what, what else do you have to say about the Super Bowl? All right. There, there was, uh, okay, so there was one um, particular Super Bowl moment that really resonated with me. What's that? Oh, was it probably the kickoff return at the opening of the second half? It the was safety? even better. It was when three British bad guys from movies all told me to buy a Jaguar. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. One of them was Loki from Thor. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he wasn't even, he didn't have his staff or his Nordic gear on or anything. He was just a dude. He was still really creepy. All of them were, they're all bad, they're all British bad guys. Yeah, they right? were all like, all right, I'm British. <laughs> they were like that. Is that, what, is that what they sounded like? Yeah, and I was like, wow, it is good to be bad. Look at that car. Uh, well, we know you shouldn't buy a Jaguar. You should buy a Chrysler because it's made in America. Oh, like that Bob Dylan commercial? Yeah, I didn't What's actually What's more American that, than but... being American? Nothing, right? I would argue Kim Kardashian's butt. <laughs> I would, I would say maybe ice cold. Oh, that's what's cooler. <laughs> than, that's what's cooler than being cool. Oh darn it, I got, yeah. got it mixed up. But only to the fellas. The ladies have something very different in store. <laughs> <laughs> They're supposed to be shaking it like a Polaroid picture instead. Yeah. 
God, I love that thong. <laughs> so, know, so, know, if they did a new version of Jock Jams, that would be track number one Chris, and number two. Every time we have you in the show, and we the have remix to, at yeah. the end. Yeah, they would do like like a, a pop mix. Every time we have in the show, we have to tell you to stop singing it before we can introduce you. Yeah, don't yeah. want you in my caddy. Just want to meet your daddy. So what would, what what good weird. lyric. What was your favorite commercial in the Super Bowl? If you had to pick one, can you pick one or two of your favorite, absolute favorite commercials? Well, let's see. There was, uh, I would say if I had to pick my number one, it would be that little dog who's in love with that horse. God, to be honest. No, to be honest, Joel, don't look, Joel, to be honest, that commercial made me think that that dog and that horse have a very special relationship. I don't think they do. I'll be and honest. No, those two will never, they'll never be apart. Even though they've only known each other for Chris, a short while. To be honest, I thought it was schlocky garbage. No, to be to be honest, they had their moment in the sun on television where America watched them fall in love, and that love is going to last forever. Because that's what television relationships do. Uh, well, they last forever. <laughs> well, you know, that's it's not it, entirely true. People get divorced all the time. We meet on. Television. Oh, do they get divorced all the time, Joel? Oh, yeah. Joel, like I think, think about people who become popular. Oh, that what happened up with the Kardashians? That the guy happens? that she married was. Oh shit! I can't. believe Yeah, I, I was just, just like that puppy, and Kim Kardashian was a big stupid whore. I have well, yet again. What's weird about oh, you enjoying boy. that commercial was you usually don't like the the more sentimental ones. Usually you like yeah. the funny ones. You know? Right, but that one hit me in a very deep place. Yeah, tugged at your heartstrings. It reminded me of my bit longest, most famous relationship. Yeah, perhaps I you am, haven't seen the news. I am sorry about bringing that up, Chris. I I always seem to do that, and I am I am really sorry. It's once really, start to think you're not that that sorry. It's a painful memory for you, Chris. And every time you're on, I feel like I I find a way to bring it up, and I feel terrible. Fine. Well, let's 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 cut to the juice. Huh? Let's get to the let's juice of your, the poop. Your, all right. Yeah. The poop let's juice. Let's get commercial. to the juice of the poop. All your right. Top the commercial. number one commercial. Has one of my stars, Arnold Schwarzenegger, wearing a little blonde wig, playing table tennis with that guy who didn't know. He was like, what? Is that? I'm in a room and now there's Arnold and he's talking jive. This is the big fake commercial they set up for a while. No, it wasn't fake. They took a guy and kidnapped him and then took him on a Bud Light journey through time and space. I think that commercial was one of those, like, you had to be there for it to be funny. Yeah. Like, I, think I, was was very- there. I was there watching it and I... I was excited to be watching it. That guy had an amazing time. Any other examples (laughs) that we have of people taking journeys through time and space? Uh, Was it? It's kind of like that episode of Back to the Future. (laughs) Was it? Yeah, a little bit. Which was also a very funny movie. That dog was named Einstein. There's no way a dog can be as smart as Einstein. That's that's probably true. Maybe a dolphin. Chris, we got to thank you once again for coming on the podcast. And it's been a pleasure sharing my poop with all of you. Chris, we really, we would really like you to stick around this time so we can talk about the name of the segment. No, I gotta go. Bye. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. Joining us now uh, via the Manzel hotline. Manzel, put your man boobs in a Manzel today. Say it with a little more confidence. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not good doing the sponsorship. Okay, that's I, fine. No, it's still good. I'm more like a Paul Harvey type when it comes to reading the sponsorship. I'm more like a Steve Harvey type. <laughs> Hello, are we on right now? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. yes, sorry. Are we on? I couldn't. I was that. Was that my intro? Yes, Patrick uh, Brandenburg. And this uh, is this is live. What we're recording? No, no, Patrick. This is a podcast. This is a podcast. It's pre-recorded. Pre- pre-recorded. Yes, yes, we edit out all the flubs. Okay, you you have to you have to understand that that okay. I'm I'm not used to that, but I will adjust. Well, we know, but we're happy to have you now. You're not going to put this colleague. on the podcast, are you? No, this yeah. is all on the podcast now. But you said it wasn't live. <laughs> 
No, no it's presumably not. we could edit this conversation. No, this is out. the good stuff, though. We We're live to take. We're live yeah. to take. Okay, for good God. All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and move on here because Jesus. I have uh, a real hard headed piece. Have you done this before? This is my first podcast. I have again. Oh, jeez. How can you? How can you be a big time reporter and you've never been on a podcast? Yeah, you should have gone undercover kind of in a podcast ring. Really. Well, it's my 35 <laughs> years of working for for television news and newspapers. I suppose television's oh. a dying medium. Does your podcast have two Pulitzers? Uh, if there was a, we, we could probably get a streamy or a Webby award someday. Okay. That's all right. Listen, um, I should probably move on. I have a pretty hard hitting piece here that I wanted to get to you guys about it. What's going on in Sochi right now. Uh, oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, we talked about this earlier. What's going on in Sochi? Yeah. Uh, the way the gay athletes are being treated. They have in the Olympic yellow Village. water. They have, they're drinking right. yellow and water. They have to share bathroom stalls. So they have to poop in the same they room have to as someone poop else. Poop. Next to someone okay, else I, I really feel like these <laughs> stories have... are drawing attention away from the very important reality of, of uh, how homosexuals are being treated in Russia right now and how that's affecting the and athletes have who have are. Have you visiting. ever stayed in a hotel room before where like you try to turn on the lamp and the thing, the little turn on thing keeps spinning? Like it's not oh, even attached yeah. to anything. Yeah, it just keeps spinning. It's, it's like you lotioned your hands. Right, and You exactly. just can't get a good like, grip. Whoop, but it's whoop, just, whoop, now whoop, we're yeah. just talking just about turning. random hotel rooms. Uh, well, tell us about yours. Yeah. What's weird? What's going on? Do you not have an iron? Is your iron like a plastic Fisher-Price iron? Is uh, there a sick room? donkey inside your room? Well, okay, you well, okay. If, if you guys... Okay, so my, my hotel room, I should point out that based on the budget supplied for travel by the... I'm sorry, there's some sort of typo in what I'm reading here. The Sports, Sports, Sports. That's probably just the Sports Podcast, right? No, there's no, no, Sports, 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 the name of it. That's the name of the podcast, sports, the Sports, 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 sports podcast. podcast. Yeah, because there's three of us. Okay, well, the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast does have an extremely low budget. Uh, most of the things I have been reading about bees being found in honey, uh, strangely uh, positioned bathrooms, uh, uh, water, those are all at hotels that I could not afford on the budget that you guys have provided me. Wait, oh. bees being found in honey? That sounds magical. Yes, the bees are not found in the fresh. honey where I'm staying. The bees are just everywhere constantly the entire house doesn't appear to have any screens on it it's also hard to call it a hotel uh there are three rooms that are being rented out upstairs uh but it mostly appears to be a family dwelling that is trying to jump onto the the extra sochi traffic yeah. so can you tell us about what's weird about your your hotel like what's going oh, on is God. it toilet paper I don't like sandpaper i don't think anything is weird uh in regards to a working class dwelling in this part of russia um there is no toilet paper the bathroom has a single toilet and no sink, uh, and our water is delivered to us each morning in a steel bucket. What kind of stacking dolls do they have? I bet they have a lot of oh, those are crazy. Dolls. Again, I do have uh, a lot of a very hard-hitting piece on how the homosexual yeah, athletes yeah, okay, in Sochi that's, that's, are being that's treated. Great, that's great, Patrick. But we'd really, we'd really like to focus on all the weird stuff that's yeah, going on over there. Is this the first time that Russians have ever seen Pepsi? Okay, well, I, <laughs> Pepsi sponsoring everything. They're like, no. what is this? What is this uh, that's a dramatic drink? mischaracterization you write of the for nation newspaper. of Russia. Right? In I'm mother sorry. Russia, Pepsi, Go thank away. you. Go away, please. Whoa, are we losing you? Sorry, there are no, there's, there's, a large number of stray dogs uh, staying at this hotel, too. I guess staying's the wrong word. I have they not been guests able to at put... the hotel, Patrick? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Are they paying for yeah. a room? <laughs> they're they're obviously not paying. I haven't been able to put a precise number on how many there are, but I have counted at least 24 different dogs. That sounds like a fun, like it's a theme hotel where there's yeah. fun dogs. Not, or maybe the dogs hotel. are in like a Russian family circus. Oh, no, that'd be hilarious. Like the like dogs all do tricks. This was little dots to, behind them when they run around. <laughs> this was referred to as a bed and breakfast on Yelp, but I'm pretty sure the breakfast is the dogs. Well, which is, protein. by the way, that is not a 
traditional meal at all in Russia. This is just a house that apparently eats oh, the stray dogs. Oh, I totally would buy Russia as one of those places where they oh, eat dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. Also, this place only got three stars on Yelp. Look, are you going to complain the whole time? Oh, my gosh. What you is guys, this? I, I wanted you to talk like about... You sound like my ex-stepmom. Okay, listen. This is, uh, this is time for me to go ahead and talk about, I believe, a lot of really unprofessional things oh about the way gosh. you guys are operating. I, no. Okay, we we hung up. We on hung him. Up. I, did, I didn't want to hear it. Yeah. This guy, this guy's so full of himself. Can you believe this guy? Yeah, he must have won the Pulitzer Prize for being an asshole. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman. This week's Weird Sportsman, Kevin Martin. Who is Kevin Martin? Kmart. Kevin Martin, <laughs> nicknamed Old Bear and Kmart. Did you know? Do you know Kevin Martin? Yeah, I believe he's a basketball player, right? No. No? Nope. Well, this also, if, if your last name is Martin and your first name starts with Kevin or yeah. starts with K, it was. A, I was really impressed for a second. I was kind of disappointed. No. I thought this was a good pull. This one's Winter Olympic themed. So. Oh, okay. oh, then I, I was. Kmart's a pretty natural nickname, though. Yeah, it makes sense. I was, I was just blown away for a second. Well, you wouldn't have guessed the old bear as his other one. No, I would have guessed Pete. All right. Uh, he was. He was born July thirty first, nineteen sixty six. He's a Canadian curler from oh. Edmonton. He is a four-time Briar Championship, has been to three Winter Olympics, and was the gold medal winner at the 2010 Winter Olympics. Do the math, ladies and gentlemen. Born 1966. So that would make him 47, 40, 48 right now. Potentially yeah. 48. But yeah. he won a gold medal in 2010. Well, it's curling. Uh, yeah, he's a gold medal athlete. The so young he's over 40. Take him. Yeah. So is he the oldest gold medal winner? I don't know. I don't think so, or else it seems like it would have said that here. I would and it suspect doesn't. that gold medal, winner, gold medal winners in curling tend to skew older. I don't know. You have to move that brush real quick. Uh, yeah, but I still think you could do that when you're in your 40s and 50s. Yeah, he's a former world champion and has won 14 Grand Slam titles on Wait, the a World Slam Curling Tour. Yep. The grand, the four, and he won 14 the, Grand Slams. You got the Winnipeg Open. You got the <laughs> Vancouver Open, yeah, and mm -hmm. you got the Edmonton Open, right? What about the Edinburgh Open? Oh, that one's considered the fourth Grand right. Slam in quotes. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's oh, like the, it's like the TPC in golf, the Australian yeah. Open in, in, in tennis. I have no frame of reference. Uh, the media <laughs> actually counts seventeen, including three Players Championships, one prior to its inclusion as a Grand Slam event. So thirteen or fourteen, seventeen, it's still up for curling debate. <laughs> they should curl to find out who wins that curl debate. for it. Yeah. I gotta think that's one of those things that in bars in Canada people get really surly over. Yeah, I could that's see. Well, oh, I suppose you're gonna count the Edinburgh Opens <laughs> on the Players' Championships. <laughs> over the course of his career, his teams have won around two million dollars. 
You can win that much money curling? Well, it's a team, though, so he's probably only kept, like... Over the course of 20 years. Yeah. He's like, he's like, he plays for like a really good bar band. Right. He played no. for a really good bar band over the course of 25 years. You could hypothetically have accumulated $2 million. You told me you $2 million, $2 million for a, with a bar band. I'd be pretty impressed, too. Yeah. Like he a really was, good bar band. Like, <laughs> an awesome, like uh, um, Crosby, Sills, and Nash was just a bar band that was really big, right? Well, actually, Huey Lewis, no. the news, is the most apt yeah. thing I'm thinking of. Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, he was the first skip to win career Grand Slam winning a title in each of the Grand Slam events mm-hmm. after he won the Players' Championships Grand Slam event in April 2005. Martin holds the record for the most Olympic victories with mm. 20 total wins at the Olympics. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. So definitely weird. Uh, junior career, early career, 1993, 1999, 1999, 2006, 2006, 2013, blah, blah, blah. I'm throwing stones, throwing stones. Accusations of pedophilia. <laughs> no. <laughs> wouldn't do that. Personal life. Uh, this is how weird this athlete is, is that he doesn't sound like an athlete. No. I found this very weird. Martin is married to <laughs> Shauna Martin and has three children, Carrick, Kalicia, and Michaela. What is up with those names? Yeah, right? A guy named Kevin marries a guy named Shauna and they come with Carrick, Michaela, and what was the middle one? Kalicia. Kalicia? Yeah. What is up with that? Made me think of Game of Thrones. My Khaleesi. Yeah. Uh, this Car- would have been pre-Game of Thrones when he named this lady. I they didn't they named Carrig after uh, the appliance nearby he was conceived. <laughs> ah, yes. The, the coffee maker, <laughs> yes. the Keurig. Yeah, he had her on uh, the counter. Uh, Carrick has curled competitively, most recently as the lead for Brendan Botcher. What a terrible name for a curler. Botcher. <laughs> uh, he's really going to screw this one up. Yeah, what happened with that last, uh, that last stone there? Well, I... Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he was a lead for, for Brendan Botcher, and he was an alternate for his father at the, this is the name of an event, the 2013 Tim Hortons Briar. <laughs> That's right. This curling event brought to you by the most Canadian establishment ever, Honestly, Tim Honestly, if, if you had said, guess who sponsored blank curling event, Tim Hortons would have been either that or Molson. Like, yeah. Those are the only two I could. Yeah. This is where things start getting weird. Accusations of rape and murder. No. <laughs> okay. He made $2 million in the course of his career, but he's an old yeah. man. Well, not old. 47. I mean, 47 is the new 20. You're basically 47. Shut so. your mouth. Uh, Martin is the owner and operator of Kevin's Rocks and Rackets, a curling supply shop. He's owned the business since 1991. And prior to that, he was an ice maker. <laughs> That's a that's a profession. I th- I think it's an appliance that I, he kind of wedged his way into. In Canada, it's a bit different. An ice maker gets on the road, drives about twenty miles north, and gathers ice into large bags. Right, and then takes it to party stores. Right, exactly. Chops Where they it go? Up. What are you talking about? I just did it outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're from Jersey, apparently. Well, uh, Martin also has a degree in petroleum engineering technology from the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. Oh, I have one of those. Uh, for which he uh, earned upon graduating in 1987. He also curled at uh, the North Al- uh, Northern Alberta Institute of Technology. He probably went the there in a curling scholarship. Oh, I'm here's sure he the, did. Here's the thing. You want to talk about like your, your bird courses for athletes, yeah. for curlers, petroleum, petroleum engineering technology. It's just, it's like rocks for jocks. Well, his coach there was Jules Ochoir, which who coached Martin since then. 
<laughs> after he left, they got hit with uh, violations. Right. Yeah. Och- Ochoar had been illegal recruiting. Yeah, uh, yeah. paying players. So there been a lot of poutine players. and donut holes under the table, giving them extra ice that they Absolutely. were making. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And that brings an end to another weird sportsman. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports. 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 Podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. Your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search for the sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet. While you're there, please subscribe. You can find us on iTunes by searching sports, the number three space podcast. Podcast that sports the number three, all one word space podcast. Please rate and review while you're there. And for all of our back episodes, go to comedypodcastnetwork.com. Got a little sassy at the end there. I did. I yeah. did. A little twang. Absolutely. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.